0: Zave and Michelle for breakfast. 92.9 Triple M. All right, welcome to it. Zave and Michelle for breakfast here on Triple M. Michelle isn't here. Uh, Producer Tom has taken over. I'm here with Ryan and Zave. Hope everyone's having a good Christmas and New Year festive period as we are off for a few weeks. Uh, We are back in a couple of weeks' time. But I thought I'd get the two footy experts in to uh, wrap up the season that's been in AFL for West Coast and Frio. hasn't been a great one. Hello, Ryan Daniels. Yeah, hey, Tommy. It hasn't been a great one, but what we do here is we look forward, don't we, Zave? We look forward to
1: the
2: future. There's no light at any <laughs> tunnel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and when we look forward, we just see darkness. Oh. oh. Uh, yeah, they're in a bit of a hole. They're, let's be honest, both teams... Uh, had really flattening seasons different reasons obviously Fremantle we had high expectations West Coast we had pretty low ones and they met those um, I had very high expectations of Fremantle no, I didn't quite no yeah. you didn't you thought they'd miss the 8 but I thought they'd at least be either the bottom half of the 8 or
0: maybe even Top a little higher than that, yeah. I, did thought that was, I did think that was a chance don't worry. I backed them for the overs too I thought they were moral to get um, you know, 13 or 12 or 13 I laughed when I saw the over laughed yeah. and took it an extra <laughs>
2: game as well I told you what I laughed at I don't know if it's <laughs> not a punting podcast but when West Coast over Opened at eight
0: and a half games. That yes, was, that was, free, that was, yeah. I think you might, they might have even been ten. Might have been
2: ten. About nine and a half. You might yeah. have nine and a half, yeah. Mm. Oh. yeah. oh, oh, jolly, jolly, jolly. Do you mate. think
0: they'll be five or four, six for next, next year? Are you talking West Coast? Yeah, for their three and a half. Three and a half, you think? Mm. Jesus, that's a lot. And they've lost nine games by over 100 points in two years, worse than Fitzroy. All right, so let's go. Let's start with West Coast. Um, their season was there any highlight out of it at all? Uh, I've got one. Go well, Oscar Allen's clearly the highlight. Yes,
1: yes, great tick coming back from a long-term yeah. injury, kicking what fifty-four goals around that mark. Close enough to the oh, mark. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's in that. It's in the fifties. He was fantastic. Showed great leadership. Um, he's still only twenty-four. Can he be uh, it'll be him or Liam Duggan. Uh, and, and, and by the well, time you listen to this, it may already be announced.
2: Yeah. Um, well, date and time we're clearly not doing this over the Christmas holiday so it's it's towards the it's early December yeah. yeah look I'd probably give it to Oscar yeah um but I really do like Liam Duggan
1: as a leader I think there's a there's a merit in potentially a co-captaincy I, I wouldn't hate that I'm in, not a
2: co-captain. in this scenario no no nah, did you, you know, ever like have it?
0: a co-captain uh no
2: no 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 and it was big on having one not not both we had two unbelievable candidates uh, mm. Mitchell and Hodge and they both got a crack at it yeah, well yeah. after Mitchell set it up, yeah. finish it
0: off. Yeah, yeah. It's perfect. So what so if Dago did say two years by himself, Oscar would then be twenty seven by the time he took it over? He's old enough now. Yeah, he's 20,
1: he's twenty five. I mean we've had captains who are... He will be 25 next year. Yeah, We've had Crips, captains who are 20, 20 yeah. 21, 22. Like Joel Selwood, Joel. I mean, he was a bit of a freak. But like Caleb Sarong won't be miles off Judd. Fremantle. Um, Juddy, early captain. There's a lot of guys who have done it. And so I, I don't think it's absurd
2: to think he could nah. be a captain at 24, 25. I think it's The other... Otherwise, and I think too it's unfair on Duggo a little bit if you're only there for a... Correct. Because um, they're going to be in trouble. And yeah. it's not. It's like <laughs> when he was captaining and they lost by 120 and he lost the captaincy. So nothing to do with the scoreline. Hmm. But it goes on your record, so like I don't know if Oscar's good enough to get him out the other side,
0: then he's he's good enough to get him well, the other one go through the troubles. It's Tommy Barris, isn't its is he sitting there, I see a captain captaincy material, uh, Tommy think, Barris. Uh,
1: yeah, potentially, but I, I do think those other two guys are ahead of him in the running for it. I would say it's a two horse race at this point. I'd be surprised. He's busy at the
2: moment, Tommy too.
1: Yeah, two two yeah, young they've, kids. They've got him. He's busy. He's in the thick of it. Um, the other small positive was that Jaden Hunt was a pretty much an afterthought as a recruit. And he finished, what, fifth in the BNF, was F. Was well, That says saved? more about
0: their year Which, than it does about Joe It does,
1: but hats off to him. He's come over, he was and, better than know, given thought. a yeah. second chance, yep. and comes in, plays, I think, every game, maybe missed one. Yeah. And he was bloody good. Like, he was fine. He, he's going to have another two, at least a couple of years as on an AFL list. So I, I'm scratching for any positives at
0: all. I thought Dago had a good year. He was good, yeah. yeah. And, and I do think
1: that we saw enough of Ruben Jimby, uh Elijah Hewitt, Noah yep. Long, uh, your man Ryan Marrick. To, to think that there's enough there that these guys are going to be AFL players for a really long time, for a couple of hundred games, hopefully, and maybe some more accolades in there with a couple of those guys. So there are some very tiny green shoots there, but you have to look so hard. if you look. Yeah, I reckon you even have to look hard on the kids. Mm-hmm. You have to look yeah. hard on the kids. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's that a very small list. You know, you go to some clubs and you can rattle off 10 to 15 guys who you've got hope for. Yeah. West Coast don't have that at the moment.
0: No. no. Um. When you reflect back on the season and how it all panned out for Adam Simpson, Mm. how do you think it went and what do you think is going to happen next year? Um, I mean, look, he survived uh, and I think he was
1: always going to. He has a long contract. He's got some support within that club. There was moments where I think it was touch and go. Um, And to be fair, like I think considering everything that was going on, he did handle
0: himself pretty well in most circumstances. He he needs to freshen up his approach to... Media and public speaking and you can't keep rolling out the same lines. In what way do you mean? I just think he needs to give them hope. I think sometimes if you're trying to sell to your members and fans, like I think sometimes it's very much dismissive of the media. I know he had some relationships with people and you're there all the time, Mm. pretty combative. Rather than being a bit more open yeah. and kind of I think It was a tense environment. Like I think He's to sell the club. Yeah, right.
1: we're in a two team town. The Eagles are they are still the biggest show in town. They haven't been good for two years. The pressure's on him. He goes to you know, press conference every week, plus there's the coaches cross with us. Then he does a couple of radio interviews. So it's constantly getting asked the same stuff, the same – it would grind anyone down. So I can understand hey, – there was a battle going on. There was a battle going on. Yeah. It, it's not – I mean, it's pretty obvious. There was two sides in that. Um, and I don't think anyone came out of it looking amazing. Uh, but you know what? Clean slate, this is, a new, <clears throat> this is a new year. He's got two years still to go on that contract. The wins aren't going to come. But for me, looking for West Coast this year – What's a good season for them? A good season for them is looking kind of like Hawthorne did in 2023. They don't have those players. Showing a little bit of positivity, winning maybe one or two more games, but just not getting flogged by 100 points every yeah. second.
2: Week. That, that Hawthorne team you're speaking about, one mm-hmm. beat them by 120.
1: Yeah. Look, it's, but it's not that. I mean, Hawthorne two years ago were also pretty, yeah. Pretty, but I, pretty I don't awful. think they are
2: anywhere near Hawthorne. Yeah. No, nowhere near. Like not not now, but no, if no, they could no, be no. Hawthorne 12 months ago. I
0: still reckon they got the old, the, the old end of town too much, yeah. West Coast. Do you think so, in, for inside the club, and I think this, that they actually think they're better than what they are because they've won that that Giants game. Mm. I get the sense that they think if they get all their players back, they can improve rapidly. I don't think they've actually kind of come to terms with the fact that they're going to be awful for four years. Well, I think there'd be some who are realistic, and I think there might be some
2: who still think
1: that, Yeah, you're right.
2: Definitely, last year they thought they were going to be finals ish. Definitely,
1: and they've said that. Paul Fitzpatrick even he said that. He said, "Well, you know, we expected to be in the mix, and they clearly weren't." And he didn't expect them to finish last, which they did. Mm. So, all of those things um, you have to take that into account. I I think they need to be realistic. You know, they they do have some excitement now this year. They've got Harley Reid, big dog, new yeah. new next big dog. Only one big dog. Only one, though, really. Yeah, one guaranteed, well, they like, think that this Hewitt- guy's going to be great
0: yeah. draft so pick. If you have him, Hewitt, and Jinby, yeah. that's a good base. And I know you're probably not convinced yet that Hewitt and Jinby are, which is fair enough, but Jinby showed enough in his first few games probably playing out of position. A tough role. Tough role. He's playing
1: inside, tagging a bit. He's very high in the tackle count, like bruising encounters for him every single week, standing next to some of the best AFL mids. He looks fit and he gives a shit and he tries. Mm. Um, So what are we expecting from Harley Reid next year? I'm expecting him to win the Rising Star and I'm expecting him to be a... Somewhere between fifteen and twenty touches, maybe a goal again. Is he
2: better than so Ashcroft and Dacos were
1: probably the two different that are really put player. up on lights? Yeah, different type of player. not as much of an accumulator, yeah. but he's more of a power yeah. player. So I would expect, as I said, somewhere he's not gonna be a She's getting twenty five in his first year. I reckon mm. he's going to be a fifteen to twenty, but with a goal and a couple of moments where you're like, "Hey, he'll probably spend a bit explode. more time forward." Yeah, a little bit, a bit of half forward, and then pinch it from time to time in the middle as a burst player. So, and he'll develop into a, a more of that Petrarca type. Is the this is the perfect scenario for he's West He's similar
0: to Elijah Hewitt, right? a bit bigger a bit bigger but bit that bigger. kind oh, really, of explosive kind neater. of player yeah neater. higher more highly skilled than that but he's more yeah. of a you know explosive I see what you're
1: saying yeah that top, rather than the Jinby type he is the Hewitt type if Eagles fans are looking for a type yeah uh but yeah he's all power and he's a goal kicker and you know he, he, that's
0: that's just kind of how he approaches the game he's like attack that's mm. that's his mode so they got some fresh blood in so Don Pikes obviously their CEO yep tick for that Uh they got two new fitness staff in so they got uh Matthew Innes, yeah, across from Wodonga, and they got the other bloke from Collingwood, strength guy, yes, who sits underneath Killer. I think from what yeah, I hear, the killer's of, still there, the ex-Sydney guy. Teams. So they've yeah. revamped that. They've got a new CEO. The coach is still there. Um, so hopefully they can, I don't know, ch- turn things around a bit, especially from an injury point of view, because they've been awful the past two seasons. Yeah. Look, the biggest no thing, one's gotten on the they're not
1: going to win, suddenly turn around and win seven, eight, nine, ten games. That's not happening. But they don't have to rebuild quickly, though. They can do it over time. It just needs to be a – the vibe needs to change. The energy needs to change. Have they made you know, that they biggest step to rebuild? No, no, no. no. Of this, is, w- this is not. This is – if, you're, if the if the stepping to rebuild is 100 steps, they're on step two or three. Could have they been on step 15? They could have. But I, look, the, so I get asked this all the time. Why didn't they trade Yo or Darling or, you know, Gaff? Or, you got to understand that the point that these guys are at, all you're doing if you're trading these guys is you're trading them for third-round picks and clearing space. And then you're opening yourself up to getting flogged by more. What we saw at the end of last year when players were coming back for West Coast – is the 100-point flogging stopped and the the losses just became regular losses. So you don't want to be bleeding points. So if they just throw away the O's and the Gaffs and the Darlings and these other guys, the damn war will break. It will break and it'll be detrimental. So you're not getting anything back in trades. If they'd thought about this three years ago, what maybe – you-
0: you yeah, would have got a second rounder for Yowie. Probably. Yowie's probably the one that would have, have have mid, you you would have some value. I reckon you would make second is.
1: rounders a mid thirty pick. So you're getting another yeah, Archer Reed, who's not
0: going to help you for three years. But I guess the counter argument to that is you're having another swing at a player, and you're giving yourself hope to maybe get a Chad Warner oh, mm, or somebody else. I see what you're saying, but I would argue that I would argue that having those hundred point losses is worse. So you do still need big bodies around. You, see, that, you need somebody. I think they're going to have them anyway because he hasn't played in like a lot of their senior players haven't played. That's, like, that's, the, that's the counter. If you're putting hope on them actually playing, history tells us they're not going to. Yeah. All right.
1: Um, Jeez, it's all doom
0: and gloom, isn't it? No, it's some positives there. Here yeah. we go. This is your chance. We'll finish West Coast off. Give me one big statement for West Coast for next year.
1: Um, I'll give you a couple. Harley Reid will win the Rising Star. Okay. And he'll finish top Whoa. five in their BNF. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, come on, give us something. Something okay. bigger than the best kid of all time winning the Rising Star. <laughs> uh,
1: I think that – what did they win last this year? Two? Two. Two games? What I a sliding
0: re- doors moment is North Melbourne that last round of this.
1: I reckon they'll win four. I reckon they'll win four games next year. Harley Reid's the Rising Star, top five in their B&F. Uh, and mm. – no, nah, I've got nothing else for you. Okay.
2: Harley Reid finishes – Second. <laughs> he's upgraded it. In the it. rising star. Oh,
1: he's not going to win it. Okay.
2: McKircher. Oh, yeah, yeah. We yeah. like him. Wins it.
1: Yeah, okay. Okay. All right.
0: All right. There you go. Something a little bit different. Uh, uh, mine is. St- <laughs> now, taking Harley Reid out of it. So the kid who was picked third or second. Yeah, big, big yeah. statement from I think that. they're pretty happy with him. Yeah. yeah. Well, they would All be. Right. Ryan Marrick is the best of West Coast kids. Better than Harley Reid. No, take him out. On what? On what? On what like Better info- than Jinby. Better on than Hewitt. Though? I watch him, mate. So he's clean. He's a uh, mid-season draft pick, right? Obviously, came back from twenty kilos overweight. Yeah, blah blah blah. Another set preseason. Watching him play, I think he's gonna he's gonna be a Bailey Fritch type. There you go putting it out there every time he touches the ball he doesn't make mistakes so better than Elijah Hewitt and Ruben yep. Jembe he has time he'll have a better career he makes the right decisions it's a big statement Ma. I'm not picking Harley Reid to win the Rising Star like say something that's actually oh shock and people. then there's absurd yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> I will <laughs> right, we'll see say it. I, I don't think the it.
0: idea of the big statement is to be wrong if I see one more team <laughs> for next year for West Coast from fans that don't have Ryan Marrick in yeah well I will say that Delusional. He, he should be in there 22 think, would I you think say there's a-
2: more chance that Ryan Marrick is uh, the best young kid at West Coast or De-listed. out of the
1: team in four years. <laughs> Probably the more, the four years, yeah.
2: I, yeah. I do like Marek. I really like him I just like can't see
0: how he's better than Jimby and Hewitt. I really like him. Okay. All
1: right. right got to cool. like him.
0: All right, let's go to Frio. Like um, to lead, Tommy. We're going to stay on the positive note. Frio, is there anything you liked out of their season?
2: Okay, I've got sarong. I think sarong yep. you, you got the Australian jumper. So. Have
1: you noticed with Sarong that like when these young kids that all kept getting interviewed, like, oh, who do you lie? And they all were saying Caleb Sarong. Oh, the young, yeah. the young crop coming yeah. through love Caleb Sarong. The yeah. way he plays, the way he is, it's this weird little thing. You'll notice it now that I've said it. Just is the way he dresses, like all of it, kind of. I thing? don't know. It's the whole An thing. image thing. Yeah, and he's a, he's a great dude. Like he's he's a really he's you, a nice you guys guy. know him He's Triple yeah. M Zone. Yeah, he comes Super in. Nice. He's a nice fellow. He's sort of a bit mature beyond his years, but not in a
0: dickish way. Like he just kind of no, he's, he's a good. dude. They struck gold with him and Andy. They did, yeah, really? they
1: really did. They yeah. did, they did. Um, Luke Jackson had a great year. Like, if you'd said at the start of the year, this is what Luke Jackson's going to be, I'd say, great. That's a tick. The kid's still 21. Um, he was very good, top five in their B&F, uh, had a couple of moments, made the All-Australian squad, didn't mm-hmm. get in the team. But just like a – I just thought he was – surprised he made the squad? No, nah, because there's not always a big depth of Ruckman. But I just thought he mm. – I thought he did everything that they would have been expecting with his age profile. And now – you expect another little step up and another little step up because he would have played 50-odd games. So when do you want him to play? He's a ruck. I like him. As, no, no, so I don't think he is. I think you get Darcy as your main big beast ruckman, let him cop all the hits, and you're putting Jackson in there against the second rucks, but then you're playing him in other spots. He was, he was pretty disruptive when he was up forward. And every now and then on the ball, which didn't really have a good impact, he, but I want him to stick
0: with that. He drops a few too many... He does drop a couple of marks, yeah. yeah. He, but I, I've got high hopes still for Luke Jackson. Oh, of course, yeah, really yeah. high hopes. So as of hasn't he hasn't signed yet, and he might have signed by the time this is released. Darcy, yeah, yeah, you're expecting Darcy to sign a six, seven year deal. Yeah, I'm expecting it to be long. So my understanding was they came to him with a with a short contract extension
1: and said, "Hey, you go. You, you want it? Yeah, I'll think about it." And then they thought, well, well, let's just make this without a doubt. So they just kept adding years. They got to the point where it got to seven, and he went, well, "Okay, well, yeah."
2: Jeez, contracts are wild, and that's how it's he got the wild. family involved. Out of that's
1: why you heard all those stories about you know meeting his family and stuff because it's a life decision. Then suddenly you're staying in Perth for seven years, and that's your career. Like, yeah. so you, you're not going back and raising your kids and stuff if you have them, like mm. over back home in Victoria. So yeah, that, he'll be there long term. I'd be shocked if he's not. Um, what them. else did you like from their season? So we are surrounded with Jackson. I like
2: Hayden Young. Uh, I Didn't get to the, didn't get to any super level. Or anything, no. but I think there's enough there. I'd get him off half back immediately. I'd be playing as a midfielder. adds to be the class. Agreed. Um, Andy, I think, came off the boil a fraction from a very high bar last year. I reckon yep. Hayden Young can help that. Get Andy just to bugger off, yeah, um, and get into space or whatever, uh, and let Hayden Young do the kicking, and then Brayshaw can link up further up the ground. He's a big boy too, Hayden Young. Like he he's. He's suddenly a big yeah. midfielder in yeah. there
1: with a We're great. We sure got Dawson,
2: Jordan Dawson. Does. Vibes. Yeah, that, yeah,
1: that's the comparison, and we've seen how good Dawson can be for Adelaide. Crows. Uh, John Amos was a huge positive. Like they've been searching for a key forward for a very long time, pretty yeah. much since Pav's gone. Is he um, training
2: at the moment? Uh, Why do you don't think he is? No, we hadn't done had a pre-season. That's been the issue as yeah. to why he hasn't get, got up the well, ground at all. I haven't heard anything no. bad. He he, needs, he, he needs, he's put he on needs, a heap he of muscle. Pre-season we saw
1: some time. pictures
0: of him the other day. He yeah. looks He it was looks free, bad. I
2: kept saying, wait until he does a preseason." Yeah,
1: right. he, looks, he pre-season. looks good. No, I haven't heard anything negative, so that's no, a good cool. sign.
0: I reckon the back end of Alex Pierce is really strong as well. Copped a bit of heat early taking over the captaincy. Yeah. I thought he finished the year off really well. Is
1: he going to be captain next year? I think he will be. I think there's some chance that it's a co-captaincy with Sarong. I think there's a chance. Sarong's
2: gone over Andy
1: Yep. Um, I think so. I think they're different types of people. Andy's more of your sort of quiet, I'll go about my business type, right. and I think Caleb's more of a boys, let's go do this type. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think in in the you know the, that's the kind of player you need to be a captain. You can have quiet captains, but then you have got to surround them with with yeah. loud voices. So I, I do think Caleb's probably just past Andy now, but. Both of them are great, yeah, young, it's a win-win. great young. You can't go wrong either way. Uh, so, yeah, Amos, huge tick for me. Jackson, huge tick. Young's move and sarong They're the big wins, I would have thought. Uh, they they lost, lost. Their
2: forward line's still miles it's, off. They're
1: still short. I well, mean, they, can't, they can't make the Amos young. to kick 50. So their three key targets goals. last year were a combined 60 years old. That was Tracy, Amos, and Jackson. 60. Mm. So they're 19, 20, 21. There's a, there's a lot of growth in there. So as much as it's not working yet, you gotta look. You gotta project two, three years down the track when these guys have added another fifty games, and you can go, okay. Well, now, now is it working? Because that's you think realistic. Shields leaving. It's a big loss. Yeah, big loss. They'll say that a player like Lockie Schultz you can replace um, because you can find a guy. I do agree with that averages three to four tackles, maybe a goal a
0: game. It's not that easy though. He's a super player. He. Yeah, do you know yeah. what the thing about Lockie? Didn't is have a great He's year. a footballer. I know that. He's
2: a footballer. Yeah. Yeah. A footballer. But yeah. He's where, got- where? Where is he on Collingwood's chart? Twelfth, thirteenth, uh, if that, fourteenth, if that, yeah. yeah, he's in the, t- he's definitely
1: in their starting team, and he'll be, he'll be handy because they've got so many other handy players. around Would you yeah.
0: rather Schultz or Hill in your forward I have line? To take Bobby Hill now, based oh, off the, yeah, off the Bob, one game.
1: No, Bobby for sure. Bobby well, just projecting forward too, Bobby. Yeah. Bobby, Bobby he's, he's so twitchy, and it wasn't just one game; he was very good in their final series.
0: Yeah, really, really good. I think Schultz will fit Collingwood's playing style perfectly.
1: Yeah, I agree. Well, he's to me, he's an upgrade on Ginnivan. Yeah, a, a big, a decent
0: size upgrade. And Jamie Elliott's getting a bit older and fitness worries and yeah. No,
1: like I that. like it for them. The question will be Fremantle. So the one that they've earmarked is Tom Emmett because they liked what he did at the end of last year and they thought, it's oh, hey, good, there's, a, there's a bit yeah. here. Yeah, I remember there was a couple of games, couple where of games. we were calling. And we were like, who's this guy? <laughs> this Emm- Emmett kid's pretty <laughs> handy. Yeah, tough, good who size. The, and he who can who kick was the a bloke girl. we
0: got him confused with. Those two of them looked the same. The other guy from um, Fremantle, young guy, came and played a couple of games at the back Warner end. Or yeah, I think it was Corey Warner.
1: The one to keep an eye on for next year is Heath Chapman. Oh, he you guys my, know I love Heath he Chapman. You stole my
0: big statement. Where yeah. is
1: he? Uh, well, he hasn't played. No, like, not that. Uh, I did turn I think, up. I think he'll go to halfback <laughs> because yeah. young out of there. So,
2: Where is he now? He no, nah, he's good. Fit, he yeah, seems to be doing
1: yeah. everything, touch wood. But he's the kind of guy who can have a great start to a preseason and then one thing pops up yeah. and, next thing, and it derails. His body just has let him down so far. I'm really hoping he gets a clean run at it because I love this kid. I reckon he's got all the tools. He's long. He, he's tough. Like, he's really tough.
0: And he reads the game really well at half So back. well and yeah. a good
1: user. So that's, that's – I reckon most lists have a guy on there where you're like – if he can just get Next it going. Get fit, yeah. And West Coast, to a lesser degree, have that with a Campbell-Chesser, who you're like, we haven't seen anything from Campbell-Chesser. Well, West mm-hmm. Coast we so had Bo see- Waters
2: forever, for example. Well, Bo Waters yeah. was a
1: perfect example. Bo could just stay out there. Yeah, uh, And look, Bo at the moment has far more on the on the paper than those two guys do. But if Heath Chapman can get out there and stay out
0: there, I think he's an absolute certainty for a 200 games. Um, I-, I love him. X, Nat Fife, do we see him again? Is he done? He's no, the he's Elliot, Elliot Yeo of the Dockers? Yeah, he's not done.
2: No, no, he'll, he'll be there. He, he, it's funny. He could he could string together 40 games in a row. And you're like, oh, what happened there? Really? Yeah, you they know, no, just get lucky. Like, yeah. he, he's not done. No. Nah. He's done as Nat 5, the Brownlow medalist done. But he's not done as a footballer. Do you think that they're done with the experiment of playing him as a forward? I don't know if you can play him in the midfield, though. I think he stays as a forward and it pitch in
1: the middle midfield. midfield. Yeah, they, yeah. When he came back from the foot and he played a little bit and he was doing the midfield stuff, remember they, they sort of started to – Look okay, because yeah. he just added a bit of Only size. A five and a, minute
2: burst type of a He they, wasn't getting a heap
1: of the footy. It wasn't like he was coming out and getting three Brownlow votes. But it was what he did for for Andy and for Caleb. And then when he went out again, Hayden Young
0: sort of went into that space and was the size. Because they clearly changed what they thought at the start of the year, which they Nat was going to be yeah. a permanent forward, and yeah. they, they said that we're going to play five forward, and that didn't really work. And they, no. pivoted, they pivoted back to more of a you know sixty forty kind of split forward and mid. Yeah. Um, he's their missing piece because they don't have, obviously... I don't know if he s- is. Well, if they want to compete in the to be a top eight final side, yeah. they need him to play midfield and play six or eight minutes a quarter yeah. to give Andy and... Um, cause they don't yeah. have the depth. Yeah, They're
2: already young. I mean, I'm going young. So, so Erasmus and Johnson, sure. are
0: they up to being the midfield depth? I think
1: Johnson's going to... He already took a leap really last points, year. Yeah. And I think he'll take another leap this year. So I think Erasmus needs to have the year that Johnson had last year. Okay. So, I reckon he's now a year behind Johnson, which is fine. Everyone develops at different spaces. But I think Johnson's the one who you should now be saying. He's massive, by the way. It's he's huge. like the same size yeah. as Fifey. Like when they walk together at train, I think he might even be slightly bigger. Yeah. Mm. It's nuts. Um, and I, like there was, we had him mic'd up five year training, and he went and spoke to Johnson, and he said, "You know, people see you now as the big boy in the team. You're the big boy. Like people
0: are going to go for." Yeah, it. He, he was, was giving him a go. bit of shit, but also it was like it was like this is true. He's a big <laughs> yeah, man. He's like, a big man. Like, he's but, he's, yeah, he's going to be a great player. I think the problem they're going to have is they clearly don't value the value the role of the wingman. They've let a few go. And they you know, let Akers go. Liam Henry's an interesting one. So Henry's yeah. gone, Akers is gone, Brad, oh, Acres. Brad Hill's gone, right? Yeah. And losing Blake Akers was horrible for them. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have cost them much to keep him. And now they've lost another Didn't one. Didn't that hurt at the end for the free supporters? The watch watch yeah. the final. Yeah, He's kicking, kicking those goals late. And very whatnot. good. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. I don't think Erasmus and Johnson are wingmen. No. So do they play Well, Jeremy Ethan Sharp Hughes. has been in So Sharp's see, the yeah. one to feel like the that. The other one
2: they've mentioned that
1: could be a wingman is Heath Chapman. Like they have yeah. said that, that they're not quite sure he is yet, and he's got the, aer-
0: aer- the aerobic capacity to be a winger. Mm. Um, but is that the best spot for him? We'll have to find out. All right, finish us off. What's your one big statement for the Fremantle Dockers? Uh,
1: I don't know. I don't like the idea of tumbling down. They'll play finals. They'll play finals really? next year. But, but I have low expectation on that. I think they'll scrape in. I think their natural progression tells me What's that they, they should like? be better again. It's okay. okay. It probably could have been better, given where they finished. Yeah. Uh, I think we're talking seventh-eighths. And I feel pretty good about that, actually.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yep. I He'd think be, uh, mine would be uh, bottom
0: four. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Ed
2: Sheeran booked to play in September at Optus. No finals no for finals any WA in Perth. teams. Uh, well, I was going to
0: uh, well, take, uh, well, take Heath Chapman, but you took that. Well, you could
1: still take it. Put I'll a ceiling on it. What
0: a, is it? Uh, top five BNF. Oh. Uh, permanent fixture in defence. Love it. And it would turn up. And I think, unfortunately, I think the media is going to come for longy towards the middle of the year. Ah, well, Is that'll depend- I think he's out, he's out of contract. That'll yeah. depend on results, and he'll know that. They should sign him straight away if they I, want to keep him. I yeah. agree. Yeah, sign him now. Yep, get rid of the noise. All right, that's us done and dusted. Enjoy your festive season. We're back with Triple M breakfast. The uh, week commencing the eighth of January, somewhere in there. Save and Michelle for breakfast.
2: That's real alternative for breakfast.
0: Ninety-two point nine Triple M.